hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to From Huns to Humans. I am here with Megan Korb, who I don't know if you know her, but she has the podcast Cup of Korb, and it's so fun, and you need to go listen to it. Um, And pretty much what happened was I was on her podcast, and we figured out that she was in an MLM, (laughs) which was hilarious. And so we're going to talk about (laughs) Megan's MLM story and what she's all about and I just can't wait um hi Megan hi how are you good how are you I'm doing all right I am excited to be on the podcast um because as we said uh while you were on my podcast we did indeed determine that I wasn't an MLM um I had been going back and forth for a while as to am I in an MLM? I don't know. This doesn't sound like the other ones. And then Danielle with her expertise <laughs> determined that yes, indeed I am or was in an MLM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was like the first time you were introduced to MLM? Um, so I would say after listening to all of the anti-MLM um, content, I realized that my grandma had sold Avon when I was younger. And I believe it was in the time frame where it wasn't that MLM structure. She sold really by herself. She had her little books and had clients that she would sell to specifically, but I don't think she had a team. Um, again, I didn't know what any of this was when I was younger, but she would have desk drawers full of extra crap because like that stuff's crap to be honest and she would give her granddaughters those for birthday gifts Christmas presents um so that was my first I would say introduction to it looking back and then recently as I'm going through planning my wedding Um, I went to like a bridal show and they had a Mary Kay rep there. And my mom and I were just looking just because it was like one of those things you got like a card stamped when you went to each vendor and then you could enter to win like a big prize through the the, the overall vendor that was doing the wedding show. So I was like, all right, go to everyone. And I saw Mary Kay and I was like, okay, but I want to get my stamp so I can get in. Um, So we went to that and then they sent me a text being like, oh, are you interested in a free facial? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, When um, I, my sister got her um, dress for my wedding at David's Bridal, and we didn't go to like a event like that, like a wedding expo, mm-hmm. but they, they sold my info to Mary Kay, a Mary Kay rep, and they mm-hmm. contacted me and was like, you want a free facial? And I was like, no, I did not get out of my <laughs> The same thing happened to me as well. So I went to David's Bridal. Um, and a few weeks later, I got an email and it was like, congrats, lovely bride. Like you've been selected. And I was like, 
how'd you get my info girl like I definitely was not talking to you when I was trying on dresses yeah I think that that's really interesting like I mean we live in different places and mm-hmm. like I wonder if like all of David's bridal like if is connected with Mary Kay like I wonder mm-hmm. if they have like some sort of like corporate level deal mm-hmm. or something like that like you you know how like in Beachbody we we've talked about um if you're high enough up they'll like funnel you the people that sign up through the website without a coach mm-hmm. I wonder if it's kind of like that like if you're high enough up in Mary Kay you get funneled this like yeah. free consult with somebody who wins a facial I don't know right right and I think too the in strategic like that's so strategic for those who don't know what Mary Kay is because they feel like oh like I'm a bride I'm stressed out like yes a facial sounds great and then it's like we got them you know what I mean and it's not even like a real facial it's not like you're going to an esthetician who is like giving you a facial you are like probably going there and getting like a face mask like Mm -hmm. and like they might put the face mask on for you (laughs) (laughs) well isn't the one thing that Mary Kay also does because again I've I've never actually talked like have gone through with it but isn't it that they do like they'll they'll do half of your face for you and then they're like okay you do the other half and it like doesn't look like any like because I'm not good with makeup I put on liner mascara that's my day like that's it like that's the most you're getting out of me (laughs) yeah I don't even do that like if I go to a wedding I might put on mascara like that's pretty Mm -hmm. much it and oh sometimes I'll put on lipstick but it will be like a cool color well Mm -hmm. I mean all lipsticks are cool colors but right I don't know like I try to I don't know it's not even that cool it's like almost the same color as my lip (laughs) but it's shiny Well, like imagine, you know, you're, you get your face done by someone that knows what the hell they're doing. And then right. you like, go and then to do like yours. here comes the clown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Imagine and if this... that was your makeup tutorial, like for your wedding. I would cry. <laughs> I would absolutely cry. And I, it's funny because for my wet, like I haven't done the makeup aspect because part of me was like, I don't know if I want to have like someone do it because again, I don't, I'm not like a glamazon. And my cousin was like, Oh, I'll do your, he's like, I'll do your weight makeup for you. And I love my cousin. He's a, you know, licensed esthetician and stuff, but he, he did my makeup. And when I went to prom and I looked very Jersey girl in my prom photos, like very heavy. So I'm like, Oh, like I'm very hesitant to have him do it because I'm like, I don't want to look orange and like, too much but it's funny because when you go in to be like oh I want a natural look they're like well what does that even mean I'm like you know like I want to look like I have makeup on but like to not look like I have makeup on it's like just don't wear makeup then (laughs) I want it to look like I'm not tired that's really what we're saying I want it to look like I'm not tired and that my skin is glowing naturally exactly Uh, yeah no I I feel like it's such a for people that don't wear makeup and then like they go and they get their makeup done it's so hard because you don't even know what you are asking for Mm -hmm. and then like it's hard I feel like it's hard too because like this is such a tangent but (laughs) but here we are um like 
if you go and bring like pictures or whatever, like that's not your face. Like mm -hmm. you're not gonna look like that person. So like, how are you gonna know if that like actually looks good on you too? I don't know. Makeup people of the world, please help us. We don't know. Right. <laughs> No, it, it is hard because like you said, you're not going to look like that person in the photo. Like that eyeliner or eyeshadow may look great on someone with like a darker complexion and then you put it on and you're like, I literally look like a clown right now. Yeah, seriously. Oh my God. <sighs> uh, so, okay. So you got the two Mary Kay bamboozlers. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But like, let's go back to like the wedding expo thing where you saw them. I think that that's so predatory and like I hate the more I like think about like MLMs being at like these vendor fairs especially wedding vendor fairs like I remember being in an MLM and being like oh I wish that I could like get into this wedding expo but it costs so much money to get a booth mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it was just like it, it feels so predatory now looking back on it like okay let me help these brides like lose weight for their wedding like oh right no I agree with that and also so moving into the actual MLM I was in that's a good point too because the actual MLM <clears throat> excuse me I was in was wine mm -hmm. and I would be like oh my gosh like I can do all of these like get into all of these little local vendor you know, expos or flea markets, craft shows, like crafting and wine. Like I, I have a public relations marketing background. So I'm like thinking of all these kitschy ideas. And then it's like, looking back now, I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't like go through any of these because your return on investment in the MLM, like you're paying so much to be a part of it and it's right. not going to come back to you. Right. Exactly. And like, I feel like the MLM that you were in is so like I could see the like appeal because you're like okay like I'm selling this like wine brand like I know other like you know when you go into a liquor store and like the Bacardi girls are there and like they're mm -hmm. sampling different kinds of Bacardi or whatever like it kind of feels like it's something like that mm -hmm. or like there are like legit small wineries that will go to craft fairs and things like that and they're like I made this so it's yeah. like legit that they're there because they made it but like yeah when you're like in an MLM you're not thinking that you're just like oh like I represent this wine brand like I can mm -hmm. do that yep. and then <sighs> yeah so to, I guess, really get into this story specifically. So I was working, I think it was 2020. So I was working on my master's um, and I had a graduate assistantship, which was great, pays, pays for most of my classes, but you get, you can only work 20 hours a week and it's minimum wage. So like it ain't paying my rent. I was also in the serving industry. I've been a server for altogether eight years and I was, I saw on LinkedIn, I was just on LinkedIn the one day. Cause I was like, all right, I need to start thinking about jobs post my master's. I wanted to work and study abroad, which is my end goal is to work in marketing or to be at a university level and study abroad. And I saw this post from this girl and it was talking about opportunities to give back and to make an income and it's wine. And I was like, wow. And she's like, damn, you know, PM, DM me, whatever. And I had saw this brand before online 
One Hope wine. And I had bought it before. And what was cool before was that on the bottles, it specifically said, like, it didn't say the name of the charity, but it said what it benefited. So it would be like, like benefits, like this bottle goes towards causes for veterans. This bottle goes towards helping women get mammograms. Very general, not specific organizations tied to it, if that makes sense. Ooh, oh, so that feels a little sneaky. Right. So it was like a twofold type of deal. So when I talked to my, what would then become my upline, it turned out to be something where it was like, okay, it went, it could go to two causes. Like your bottle of wine that you purchased could go towards two causes. It could go towards the cause that was on the bottle and then your own personal cause. So for me, um, my grandma passed away in 2019 from Alzheimer's disease. And ever since then I've been very, well, once she got diagnosed, I, I was learning a lot about it and I got very passionate about it. And obviously with causes, a lot of it is fundraising to help to help the cause. So I was like, wow, this is great. Like I can help other causes per the bottle and then help for the Alzheimer's association. I was like two birds, one stone, and I can make money on the side. And it's only 10% goes towards your charity. And then the cause that's on the bottle, I don't know how much goes to said cause, but now they've changed the format to it. So instead of it going to a specific like mammograms, it's like, it was like, I think sustainability, like education, like they made it a bigger, like broader category. Wow. And like when they have these broader categories, I mean, I have not looked into this at all. So this is all me speculating all my opinion all that stuff. And, um, I just realized we have the same mic set. Um, (laughs) yes, yes. Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. So anyways, this is all me speculating all my opinion. Mm -hmm. And just like when the categories are that broad, like when it says it goes to education, education for what? Like, okay. That could literally mean education for our corporate office to like whatever you know what I mean like it doesn't necessarily mean education for like kids in an impoverished nation or something like that you know what I mean or Mm -hmm. like mammograms like okay and then it's just like like you said how much is actually going to them and like I'm sure that there must be something on their website that says that Mm -hmm. Um, which I'd be curious to see, but I have a feeling that it's probably such a small amount and like that could only make sense because otherwise, how are they going to pay all of the upline? And then that also brings me to, I bet you that this income plan is terrible. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely terrible. Like, I don't know how people do it full-time as their full-time thing and make anything off of it. Yeah. We're going to, I'm going to Google it on my phone while we're, yeah, you, what did you, I think when we were, when we were off oh, offline, yeah. you were like, oh, it's like a million dollars. I was like, I ain't rolling in millions. <laughs> I think I made like $700 in total oh, what for a year. For compensation plan. Is that? Yeah. 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 But so what really got me too was the, the bottles themselves. Like I'm all about how brands package their stuff and like 
I'll send you a picture of this, but it's just a beautiful, like sparkly bottle and like definitely a lot of women like sparkly things if you're like me. Um, so I this mean, really I caught my everyone eye. Everyone likes sparkly things. I'm yeah, like, no, you're if right. You don't like sparkly things, like you're lying to yourself, except for when like it's like glitter that gets everywhere. Nobody likes that. But right. like, well, the bottles used to be like that. So like I would get a package and it would be like glitter explosion mm-hmm. everywhere, but then they realized to like put it, it. So it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So what, like, what was it like when you finally pulled the trigger and you As in to, to join? Okay. So, um, to join what had happened was I, was on a call with who would be my upline and then her upline. So the, the trifecta. So it was a call of my upline and then the one above her being like, okay, like, this is going to be great. Like, what's your goals? How much do you want to make? Blah, blah, blah. Like what, what, what are your goals here? And my goal was to, of course, make a little something extra just to help each month with paying rent and living expenses and then to give back for our cause. And I was like, everyone loves wine that's easy and they're like okay great 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 great. we'll get you on the Facebook page we have weekly zoom meetings um you know we'll we can talk once a month to you know go over your plans and of course like going over the plans means how are you going to make money so you can make me money with that line right of course Also, I just want to say I'm browsing the website while I'm listening to you talk and all of these pictures are like Instagram model-esque, like everyone, like there's this girl with the bottle of wine that you have right now and she has it in a little like fancy glass and she's poolside and then they have like all these diverse families and they're all in like these really cute outfits and Mm. like, I don't know, it just feels so curated. Mm-hmm. but also so pretty like damn like they right? they do it right but also they do it wrong <laughs> right so like that also was kind of when I was later down the line like going back and forth like is this is it not I'm like I don't think it is I'm like it's so like they did it so well like they presented it so well and then I'm like oh no like after again listening to other people's stories I'm like oh no oh no like this is <laughs> this is not right and, you know, the thing is, the, the biggest selling point that I think they would say, and especially during the pandemic, is like, people love wine. Like, everyone loves wine. Like, it's a great gift to give people. Like, who doesn't love to drink? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, you're right. And it was at the time where we couldn't go out. So the convenience of getting it shipped to your house was a big selling point. And again, my biggest selling point for myself was that it gives back to multiple causes, And then sitting on these calls, it was like regurgitated information every week. I wasn't getting anything new from it. Like every week they would say, write your list of a hundred people. And again, who knows a hundred people like very well? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I need to go back to this website. Like, hold on. Let me turn my brightness all the way down so I can show you like, okay. Ah, no. Okay. So look at this girl holding uh Oh my god, wait, she was my up upline upline. upline. <gasps> I was on her team. Ah! And then, but then look at all of these girls, like this girl sitting on top of a car holding a mm-hmm. bottle of wine. Like it just all looks very like 
you're living this lavish lifestyle. Like, I, I don't think I've ever really seen on an MLM website this much of like the lifestyle mm -hmm. pictures um, to this degree. And I don't know if it's just because it's wine, mm -hmm. because that adds to the whole like, we're relaxing, we're having fun, we're with our friends. Like, you know, nobody's, I mean, like, it's not pictures of people alone on their couch, wrapped in a blanket, drinking wine. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, <laughs> Which for a period of time, that was my narrative. <laughs> but I mean, right? Like, I okay, mm -hmm. like, honestly, though, if you're in a wine MLM, you must have to, like, front load to some extent for the most, like, like most MLMs, did you have to front load? Like, were you purchasing a lot? So I was purchasing because I wanted people to, okay. So I didn't have like parties per se, like, as in like, okay, come over, like blah, blah, blah. But like, if we were having guests over, I'd be like, oh, like, let me serve some of our, like the wine I have. And then it would become a talking point. So my fiance would be like, oh, like, she sells wine on the side. Like, he, like I had him helping me essentially, like, just like get the word out. He didn't do anything else, but, but with that. So I would serve it. Um, we didn't, I didn't have to front load in the sense of like, I had to have a bunch of it to then sell it because you would sell because of the way alcohol is it. I couldn't have it in my possession. Like I couldn't go to an event and be like, here, like hand this to someone. They buy it from me there on the spot. It had to be online. So that's the one thing with alcohol. It's very, it's a lot stricter than other products. Right. And also I couldn't sample it at an open event. So that kind of screwed me over because it wasn't like I could be like, oh, let me go to the flea market and like do a wine tasting. No, they could only just look at it versus, you know, local wineries could share their product. Right. So I was kind of stuck with that. So in the sense of like front loading, having it in my possession to sell it. No, I didn't have to do that, but I did have it in my house to right. give people to try it. And that was the big thing. They always were like, have parties, have people over. Well, it's a little hard during a pandemic, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had the wine club, which was you would sign up for it. And then you would get automatically every, like a frequency of order getting wine sent to you, like every three months or every two months or whatever. I um, bought from one of these wine clubs. I don't remember if it was this one or a different mm -hmm. one, but I bought from one. And I remember I just bought like this case of wine and I didn't like, like, I only, I only really drink. We talked about this on your podcast. Yeah. I only really drink like sweet wine, like fruit wines or mm -hmm. like a Moscato, like, or I'll make like a wine spritzer. I know everyone that is mature in the world is cringing at me right now, That's but funny. like, it's fine. <laughs> fine. Um, but like mind business. <laughs> yeah. Girl, everyone has their own taste. Like I like sweeter wines too. Like I, yeah. I feel you. Um, but yeah, so like I got this like case of wine and like half of it was these like dry reds. And I was Ugh. like, when on earth am I ever going to drink this? I don't mm. like it. So then it turned into, okay, I guess I'll like bring this places and I would like give it to like people when they like hosted parties or whatever. Um, 
and I was just like, oh. and then like sometimes you would bring it somewhere, and then they'd be like, let's have it with dinner, and I'm like, oh no, I don't like it. So right, you're like, oh, I'm trying to pawn this off to you in a nice way. Right. I mean, like, I mean, other people like those wines, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, I don't. Right. <laughs> so you're like, what else do you have here? Yeah. That I can drink. I'll take I, water. Actually, like, just, yeah. I, I'll just drink your water. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I remember getting these big cases of wine that I like, I could never actually drink. And I had some of those bottles of wine for like years mm-hmm. because I wasn't drinking them. So anyways, I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too. So like I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to be the consumer of the product as well. And Mm -hmm. then it was like, okay, I'm paying for this and I get part of it back the commission or whatever. And, you know, you get the box and as many of us have talked about that dopamine hit that comes and we open our box and then it's like, you know, like how you were saying the website is so curated to, it kind of gives you that influencer vibe. So it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like I I got this, like presenting it, like, oh, they gifted me this, but it's like, no, I actually fucking bought this wine that I will then sell to you. Um, You know, and I would have videos, like I would open up the box and have a video of of the dog, like going in being like, oh, what did we get? And it's like, I fucking know what we got because I fucking ordered it. Like, yeah. (laughs) surprise here it's the the whole you know smoke and mirrors thing and I think that is definitely a big part of of this overall industry is the whole let's make this this beautiful spectacle that everyone wants to be a part of and it's just not that like everyone that gets that crazy box we all bought the box right like we all know what's coming to us like other than like if you of course were in LuLaRoe and you didn't know what the fuck you were getting other than smelly leggings like (laughs) what color smelly leggings do I get this right <laughs> right like what holy smelly looks like a bumblebee eating my crotch leggings am I getting <laughs> my favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's funny seeing all of those now in thrift stores though like I'm a, I, I like to go to Goodwill and I'm like oh god <laughs> yeah I know it's become like MLM graveyard material which is Mm kind of interesting to see um I wonder I wonder if like current reps are like going in and like buying those sometimes I see that yeah like unicorn hunting through the but like like you're never gonna find a pair of black LuLaRoe leggings at a thrift store store like you know like no one's gonna give those up like I have a no. pair still nice. like there's no way like why would I no one knows that they're LuLaRoe except for me right exactly. and now all of you but yeah. <laughs> it's fine you know what you're not wasting that's right. a good thing you're not throwing it away like for example right now I'm going to be completely honest I am wearing nails that my friend gave me for my coworker. what is it color street color scene mm. whatever she gave me them. I didn't pay for them. And I have them on. And of course I have no patience even like, sorry, I don't mean to flip you off, but like (laughs) even these, I fucked up. Like I chipped them already. I was like, all right, well, whatever. But you know, like you said, you don't want to throw things away right? unless they're hurting you. Right. Like unless you're ingesting them and they're causing harm. Right. 
Or if like the emotional, like sometimes like the emotional toll of keeping MLM products after we know what's up uh, is really hard too. Like that's kind of like some of the stuff that I've had, I've kept because I feel wasteful and then other stuff I throw away because I'm like using this is causing me more Mm -hmm. like pain than just throwing it away. Um, So whatever is right for you is what is right. But obviously if there is a problem, like if you're drinking Herbalife shakes that could hurt you, uh, don't consider throwing those away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just realized after you said that, that I had one more experience too with Beachbody. Oh, God damn it. We all love a beach body story. Oh wait, hold on. Let's uh, finish your let's yeah. finish your uh, wine story. We're all over the place. Okay, I know. so um, so you started consuming anti MLM stuff. Well, actually, when you were like looking at it, you were like, "This is this an MLM? No, it looks different." Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So you were like, mm-hmm. kind of like flip flopping a little bit of cognitive dissonance, and you were just like, "It's gonna be fine." Mm-hmm. And then, like, what like really got you to realize that it was an MLM? What got me to realize it was an MLM was that the person that I, my upline, like she never checked in with me other than like, okay, like the end of the month type of deal or like, like I, again, I sat on these calls and I was like, I'm not gaining anything else from what you told me from last week other than like, okay, here's the current promotion that we have running this time around or um, you know, here's a new wine line that we have coming out. And I was realizing that what a time waste that was. And especially because the calls took place at like 8 p.m. Eastern time, because of course there's a lot of people on the West Coast that are a part of it. And I was like, this is such a time waste. And then again, I, I think I came on to, I was watching YouTube and of course Roberta's Vice documentary came on and I was like, wait a second wait a second I was like hmm I'm like but but the the charity thing is what kept me like thinking like no no like no way this can't be right but then looking back and realizing like I'm not making any money the charity that I'm raising money for like I'm barely making anything to give to them and also I do want to state that I apologize for like, I, cause I did a fundraiser like with the Alzheimer's association. So I run with the Philadelphia crew as well as now in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And we did a fundraiser and it, I mean, it didn't do well. Like people, a couple people bought, but I feel really bad. Cause I felt like I was like, Oh, this is a great thing. Like it'll help. And it didn't make like any money and it would have just been more useful for people to just donate to the cause. like to partner with like a local winery or something like that so I truly do apologize for that because I feel horrible because it's especially now with the way the economy is like those charities need just funds in any way shape or form and for like you to buy like a box of wine that's like a hundred dollars and for like only like ten dollars of that to go towards a cause like just donate a hundred dollars to the cause if you can right yeah just out about that just um go and buy yourself a bottle of barefoot <laughs> for ten dollars and yeah. uh you can flip flop it you get your one bottle of wine and then you can donate has yeah. however much you want and it was so I did like um a virtual so in 2021 the 
since we were still in the pandemic, I, we did a, the walk in Alzheimer's had a virtual option. They didn't do in person because it was still murky. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do an event on Zoom after with like a toast to doing the walk. And it was like my mom, my dad on Zoom, my sister, and then my upline came on to like watch. And I was like, well, this is so awkward. Like no one is here. No one bought wine like this sucks. So it was just like a lot of things were adding up. And again, I kind of was just looking and being like, it's fine. Like, or maybe I'm not putting in enough work because I'm a full-time student. I'm a server. And like, this is like my side side hustle. I'm like, maybe I'm just, I, it's me. It's, it's me. I, I suck. Like I'm awful. Like this sucks. Um, but then of course, after listening to everyone else's story, it's not me. Like right. I'm a good person. Yeah. So. It's not you. It's not you. It's not you. It's the MLM. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, for this particular MLM, they really do hype up that charity so much that, um, it feels like a good thing. And like, it really helps to like chameleon them. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing is that almost all MLMs have some sort of charity that they have connected to them. And what it is, is just a nice little tax shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, too. So like in each of the MLMs, of course, you have your you know, your level as to what you're you're called to Beachbody, your coach, what you know, at yeah. said level. When you start at One Hope, your title is called, I kid you not, Cause Entrepreneur. Oh, what's the second so level? Like, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it start, and then it starts into the director BS oh. stuff. So like Cause Entrepreneur, I'm like, wow, like that's a really cool title. So I could be like, oh, I'm a Cause Entrepreneur. Yeah. With One Hope like, Wine. What does that even mean? Like, right? right. <laughs> like, like, that's so interesting. Um, but I feel like it, it like perfectly pe- like is a part of that perfect package that you're seeing yeah. visually as well. Right. Yeah. Cause like in like, cause you're in, you're like, oh my gosh, cause entrepreneur. Cause it like is linking back to the charity stuff. But like me from the outside, I'm like, what does that even freaking mean? Right. Like <laughs> cause of what? Cause of chaos? Cause of debt? Right. Cause of, <laughs> cause of, um, you know, drinking in excess because you're like, oh, I need to, you know, buy the product. And you know, what's crazy. I remember there was a, I have since left all the Facebook pages and like my upline hasn't noticed and I haven't texted her back and like, I whatever. But I think someone posted about being like my relationship with alcohol has since changed, you know, like I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing this anymore. And then like, not that, I don't know if they took the post down, but they were saying something like, oh, like we, it's fine. Like they just kind of like brushed it off and, and was just kind of like being like, no one pay attention to this comment. Like, just keep selling. You're fine. Like, oh my it's God. like everyone's relationship with alcohol is different, but like people still want to buy it. Like some, like allegedly people right. said that. So like, I forget the exact wording, but I remember I saw that and I was like, wow that's messed up because so many people have issues, you know, with, with substance abuse and like, that's something to take seriously. And if like, you're realizing that you have an issue and and you're addressing it, like, that's pretty brave of you to step up and say that. 
but then for it to be like completely disregarded because it doesn't fit the the memo or the the I'm sorry the um agenda that's put out there like that's messed up right yeah that's excuse me that's yikes because that's one of the things that I think about a lot too with these like wine MLMs is like Okay, so you're coaching these, for the most part, young adults to mm-hmm. buy all this wine because you need to be a product of the product, which means you have to be constantly seen drinking wine. So, like, I can't help but wonder how many of these people are joining this MLM and really causing themselves a big problem, both emotionally, mentally, and health-wise. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of setting people up to be in a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And especially too, with the pandemic in particular, like, I don't know the exact statistics, but I know a lot more people, you know, consumed alcohol during that time to, you know, cause there was really nothing else to do or just to cope. Right. So like that as well, it's like for that to be your selling point of like, oh, people can't go out to get their alcohol. Like we have the solution for you. Right. It goes back to charity. Exactly. Like, like looking back now, like, you know, the phrase, like, if I knew then what I know now, like red flag, red flag. Right. Exactly. And like, for some people, like they might buy it and it, it, you know, they only drink it socially or like, you know, whatever. Um, they're, they're doing whatever they're drinking in moderation. They're being safe. They're not overdoing it. And, and that's totally, you know, your prerogative and fine, whatever. But like, it really could be setting a lot of people up that are all in, like you were kind of like really focused on the charity and not focused on like the MLM part as much Mm -hmm. from what like I've gathered from you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's the story of everyone. I, if you're listening and you're part of one of these and you were like, yes, this MLM caused some like major issues. I would love, like, that was actually one of the reasons why I was like, you need to come on the podcast because mm-hmm. you were like, well, you never talk about mine. And I was right. like, well, that's no one does. <laughs> no one does. I I like every episode that I listen to for people that do anti-MLM content. I'm like, they're like, and today we're talking about, and it's like beach body. I'm like, yes, but damn it. Like, where is it? So yeah. 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 No. <laughs> Like I say, if you are waiting for your MLM to be talked about, like you need to come and approach me. It might take me like a little bit to get you on the podcast, but you will get on. (laughs) I let everyone on the podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And there was, crap, I lost my train of thought. I think I honestly like, and you, you can't say this for sure, but I think I have never actually been diagnosed with ADHD, but like sometimes my thoughts are just like all over the place. So I apologize for that, but my thought will come back in due time. But yeah, just, it's just, it's been a journey to accept and, um, you know, I I truly do feel bad about the charitable aspect of it because, you know, I felt like I was doing, in my heart, I knew that what I wanted to come out of this was something positive and good. Um, But unfortunately, it didn't do what I thought it would. And I know what I was going to say now. I didn't. So one of their things was they talked about, you didn't have to have a team to make money. Like you could do it solo, oh. but like they really did want you to 
add people to your team. But I was like, I don't have time to manage other people. Like, unless I'm getting a manager salary, like I managed people when I worked at my college radio station and I loved it because I worked with students that were excited. I'm like, I don't want to work with Nancy from Idaho that like, I have nothing in common with you other than like, we work together in this. And like, I just don't have time to manage other people and like depend on them to help me make fun. So I was like, oh yeah, I got this by myself. Like I can hustle. Like I've, you know, I I fucking hate boss babe now. Like that term is forever. Like, right scarred for me. Like, and I used to love it. Cause I like, when I was in college, I'm like, I'm doing all the things I'm killing it. Like I am a boss. And now I'm like, I hate that term. Like I really hate it. Um, but like, I'm like, no, you, you really can't like looking back, you really do need other people. To, or you need to like have a good relationship with people that love to drink. Right, exactly. And like, in one way, it might feel nice because you can like not go to the store. So you're like, okay, I'm just like buying all this. I'm giving to a charity, like check, check, check. And you're like getting a box of wine. And for some people that might be great. Mm-hmm. Like that's convenient for them. But for most people, I mean, for myself, it's like, oh, like, I want to make this, like, fancy dinner tonight. Like, let me go get a bottle of wine to, like, have with it. Or, like, oh, like, somebody's coming over and, like, we're gonna, like, make sangria together and, like, Mm -hmm. hang out. Like, you know, like, I don't typically just, like, buy alcohol to have in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, having a whole case of wine is a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. And I'm, moving into that mindset as well as to, um, you know, once like having people over, that's when we buy alcohol. Now my fiance really doesn't drink that much. And I went through a spout of self-medicating with alcohol. So my relationship with alcohol is a little like back and forth. Um, so I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, okay, if we're having people over, like I will have it over here, but not to have it. Like I used to drink after work, by myself and be like, Oh, Hey, yeah, that was a rough day, especially in the serving industry. Oh my God. Like, yeah, no, especially the one restaurant I worked at. I was like, I would drink almost every day after work because I was like, I am so stressed out by this job and I have to go back tomorrow. And <laughs> no, I, I think that a lot of people can, I've definitely have had like periods of time like that. I'm kind of in a part of my life right now where I'm definitely like reevaluating my relationship with alcohol and like, mm-hmm trying to like really pay attention like why am I drinking this it like Mm -hmm. it's okay like if I want to have a glass of wine by myself on my deck and like relax and like listen to a podcast I don't think there's anything wrong with that mindset but if I'm like logging out of work and then walking into the kitchen and just mindlessly grabbing a margarita like Mm -hmm. why am I doing that Mm mm-hmm that's I don't know like I think that there's a lot there and like obviously there can be even more layers to that and um you know alcohol presents different issues for different people yep so um so anyways let's pivot and tell me about what your beach body story is (laughs) so I was on Instagram the one day and this girl that I went to college with, I played club soccer with her. Um, I am not really any good at soccer, but I like to play it for fun. Um, 
she, I saw something where it was like, oh, if you want to join, like, it was just a story about like being a part of something empowering, like an impact, like it was, it was presented as like, oh, like a group where we all keep each other accountable, but nothing mentioning Beachbody, nothing mentioning it. So I was like, oh, hey, like, and it was again during the pandemic and, and, you know, like most of us are body issues or, you know, lack thereof discipline with exercise. Like, you know, we all gain weight for the most part. I was like, I need to get back on track. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, what is this accountability thing? She's like, oh, okay. Like, let me invite you to this, this zoom meeting. And I was like, everyone's zooming. We're all zooming. Sure. Like, let me add it to my calendar. So I get on and then I'm like thinking it's going to be like her and like a group of girls, like a, you know, like a book club type of thing. And then I log on and I see there's like a hundred people and I'm like, what the hell is this? And then the, I see like the beach body logo and I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. What's going on? Like, and I knew nothing about beach body before other than like Sean T like beach body, like, you know, the YouTube ads that you get. So I was like, all right, what is this all about? And they're t- talking and they're talking and they're talking about shakeology and I'm like I've never really been into protein drinks like I really drink water and coffee and then like wine that's about it um so I was like what is this shakeology thing do I need more protein in my life this could help me like all right and then the flavor that they had was like the the latte and I was like okay they got a latte flavor I'm gonna like this and then they're talking about the coach aspect. And I'm like, I am not a workout professional by any means. Like I danced, wasn't any, like I danced for therapeutic value. I exercise for therapeutic value. That's about it. I am not someone that can tell you that your form is correct. Half the time, I'm not even doing a squat correctly. Like I know. So they talk about the coach aspect and I'm like, I'm not a trusted source for exercise critiquing or telling you how to live your life in this sense. Like I barely can keep myself alive some days or a house plant. <laughs> Megan, all you have to do is just show up every day and do your workouts. You just show people that you can be consistent and you can be a beach body coach too. Right. Exactly. And I was like, but what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? So like my fiance is a life coach and he went through tra- like real training to do that. Like real training, like not you buy this shit and you can say that you have this title. Right. Like, so I got the Shakeology and I tried it and I was like, this isn't bad. It's not amazing, but I will drink it. And then I got like a bill for the coaching program. And I was like, ha ha ha. I did not sign up for this. What? And I was like, I want my money back ASAP. Like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. I was like, I am too, I'm overcommitted to stuff. And like, I'm the type of person that I overcommit to things. And then I stress myself out and I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I'm realizing if there's something I really want to do, I want to do it right. And put that hundred percent effort in as much as I can. Right. So I was like, I don't have time for beach body. And of course they're, they're like, you can fit it in. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I ain't doing it. So I, they are like, you don't need to send the Shakeology back. I think I got like two things of it and I used it until it, it expired. And I was like, all right, we'll throw it out. But yeah, so they're very strategic in their messaging to not telling you what's happening until it's happening. 
Well, what that sounds like to me is that your upline signed you up without your consent. Um, mm-hmm. Did she like literally sign you up or did like you fill out all the stuff yourself? I believe I filled out everything. Again, it's all, it was all like a blur. It all happened so fast. Um, I believe I filled out everything. And then once I got the thing that was like, oh, it's this much a month. I was like, for what? Like I can do YouTube workouts for free. I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Cassie Ho. She does blogilates. I followed her since she was like in 2012. Like you can see how much she's grown from her video quality. Like she's killing it now, but she does free workout videos and they're really good. And she has a great personality. Um, I'm like, I can do her workouts for free versus paying this. Or like, you can just go online. I do Zumba exercises. I just type in Zumba. It might be the same one all the time, but like it's free. Right. So and you're moving so your body and that's all that matters. Exactly. So to be like, oh, I'm going to pay for this. I, it's like, I, I don't have the time, energy or the funds. And I think too, one thing is that people think that if you pay, you know, like luxury items, like you pay a high dollar amount that it's worth it or like that you're worth more than doing something for free. Does that make sense? Right, right. Yeah, no, people will always say things like charge what you're worth and da, 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 da. Um, And like, I'm one of those people that like, if I'm paying for it, I'm more likely to do it. Things like mm-hmm. that. Yes, exactly. Um, But there's also, and in some cases that's true. Like, yes, charge what you're worth. Yes, do all to all of those things. But is Beachbody worth it? Like- no, you know, like it's just all of that money is, especially like once you get into the shakeology stuff, I kind of feel like beach body on demand is a deal. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like $99 a year, like that for unlimited workouts, like that's, that's a good deal. No, that's good. That's I, good. I can get on board with that. Although I disagree with like everything about the platform and I don't like now that I know what I know about like form and everything like that and like compound movements like totally disagree with Mm -hmm. the actual workouts um but like $99 a year I can get behind $99 a year if somebody can make that into a not an MLM that'd be great (laughs) no I agree with that 100% and you know what's funny too like looking into the actual language of like beach, what is a beach body? Like, how do you define that now, especially in our body positivity movement now? Like what, what does that even mean? Right. Everybody's like a girl. It, yeah. If someone's out there feeling good in their bathing suit, like feeling confident, no matter what their shape is like girlfriend, you got a beach body. Like you're yeah. killing it. I don't like, what does that even mean anymore? Like they need right. to Well, I think that that brand, I mean, I don't know, I can't, I don't know their history, like for realsies, but I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that that came out of like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, like Baywatch type of like perfect. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I wish everyone could have saw the little like beach body dance you just did. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Gotta be here guys. But um, yeah, it's just so like the marketing is so manipulative and, you know, it just goes to our societal standards of like, especially women like needing to look a certain way, but also men too. 
-hmm. like men are expected to have these abs and to like I don't know just like have these arm muscles and stuff like that and like that's cool like if you want to have those like that's awesome like personally I would rather eat pizza than have abs that's that's just me I agree I agree hundred percent. I'd rather eat a delicious pizza or anything, a bagel. I miss bagels now that I live in, in North Carolina, like actual good bagels from the Northeast. Like I've been craving a bacon, egg and cheese for so long. <laughs> I'd rather eat that than, than like look good. Yeah. And, but like, what does even look good mean? Like you look right. like this the way so you true. are, like, like what, 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 right. like, you know, like, see, they still get us. They still get us. Even when we're like actively talking about fighting against the wordage of this, we're like still sabotaging. I ourselves. know. I know. And you know, it's crazy. So growing up, um, a lot of my like projects, like in like sixth grade, we had to do like a, a final project just like to present, to show that we could present something. And I did it about anorexia. And then in high school, I did my graduation project on body dysmorphic disorder. And I think I used a lot of those projects to kind of channel in like my own dissatisfaction with my body and just like, just these companies being out there telling you that like, how you look now is not good enough. Right. This will change how you look and you'll be happy. And it's like just the, like so messed up. The thing is, is that you're never, I feel like they set us up so, to never be happy. Like mm-hmm. what is happiness in your body? And like, how do you get there? And like, when is the end goal? Is there an end goal? Cause like, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure that they have one. Right. I don't think they know. I think it's for you to use whatever they're shilling until you die. Exactly. And it's, it's sad. Cause the end, it's like, at the end of the day are in, like, we all end up, we all have the same fate at the end of the day. And it's like how we get there is, is the journey along the way. It's like, you want to live a happy life, but what does that mean to you? And it's different right. for each person. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, we would have gone all over the place today. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Oh no, I love it. Um, <laughs> Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on before I ask you my final question? I think the final thing I just want to touch upon is the sense of our current landscape with people wanting to be influencers and how MLMs can kind of present themselves as like a way to become an influencer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, But you're paying to be the influencer as opposed to brands reaching out to you and paying you for your services. So I I just want people to keep an eye out with that. If if that's something that individuals are interested in being, you know, like want brand collaboration, not that I'm an expert in that by any means, but just know that being in an MLM is not going to make you an influencer. Like it's, it's not, or, or if it does, it's because you're paying to be it. And that's not how that works. Right. That's not how exactly. any of this works. <laughs> exactly. No, that's so true. And I definitely encourage people to listen to um, the newest episode of Sounds Like a Cult, The Cult of the Kardashians. Yes. Um, that was really interesting to me. I didn't realize, like, not, like listening to it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But like, I didn't realize how much money the Kardashians actually put into becoming influencers before they were actually like kind of like natural influencers and it was already happening for them. Like, Mm -hmm. 
people don't just wake up in the morning and become an influencer. Like that's not how it works. Like it's a lot of work and it, it sounds like there's potentially a lot of investment that can have to happen into becoming mm-hmm. an influencer. Like it's not just this, like you wake up, you get a box in the mail from Avon and all of a sudden you're an influencer. <laughs> like, right. Oh exactly. God. That's yeah. a really so, good point. Yeah. So just, you know, for those who are out there that are, you know, on this, seeing this trend of people making it just by existing, I guess, um, just know that MLM is not the answer to that success, that those people have, you know, have presented themselves as connected to whatever brand and realize that you as a person, you don't have to be a brand. You can just be yourself. Yeah. And also if you are looking to do like influencer type things or like be a freelancer or any of those things, like please check out the bonus episodes that I've been doing this month because Mm -hmm. they, we talk about how to do those things and how to get started and where you can find these resources. Um, to invest in yourself and how to become an influencer if that's like something you genuinely want. Um, so yeah, I've been putting that out there. So I hope that you guys yeah. have been liking it. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening and they've okay. been great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so glad. Um, okay. So what is your anti MLM? Why my anti my anti MLM? Why is just do things for the good of you doing them without having money attached to it. And what I mean by that is, is if there's an organization that you're passionate about, there's definitely ways to volunteer with it and to give up your time in a meaningful way, as opposed to being a part of something that you think is going to make you money and is going to help something. If you can volunteer If you can, you know, if you have social media skills or like to design, there's so many charities that need help with just creating content or literally just being in person at events. So I think my biggest anti-MLM why is just do something for the sake of doing it without a monetary value attached to it. Yes, I love that. Um, Especially that makes a lot of sense with your story too. Like you've been like, you were so consumed with thinking that you were doing this good thing. Like that was what really got you. Like, and I think that's what gets a lot of people. Like for me, like I was like, oh my gosh, I can help people become healthy. But you were like, I am helping a charity. Like Mm -hmm. that means a lot to me. And like, I can totally see where like that really can like, like engulf like your mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it makes the dopamine hits even harder because like you get the sale, but then you're also like, and I get to donate to the charity because of the sale. Like everything is like a double hit, yeah. um, which probably feels really good in the moment. Oh, absolutely. I remember I would like, while I was fundraising, like refresh and be like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> and then when it didn't come, I'd be like, like again that feeling like you failed but you didn't fail it's not you it's it's them right exactly all right Megan thank you so much for coming on today um where can everyone find you sure so um my podcast is cup of corb so my last name which is k-o-r-b on instagram Uh, I also have my website, cupofcorb.com, which is more or less written thoughts um, blog wise. And if you want to be on my podcast, you're more than welcome to do so. There's a submission form there. 
Um, and you can listen to Danielle's episode as well on there. She was my first guest and I really loved having her on. Um, but yeah, so you can find me on Insta and online. Yes, everyone check out Megan. She's awesome. And um, yeah, so if you like this episode, please feel free to like, comment, share, take a screenshot, post it, tag us both in it. We love to know that you are listening and what you thought. Um, and if you have not yet rated the podcast, we love a five-star review over here. Um, it does really help to like push the, um, podcast out when people are searching for it. And the whole point of doing this guys is to help people understand their journeys and help people process. So the more people that, um, share the podcast and rate the podcast, the more people we're helping. And I really appreciate that. All right, everyone. I hope that you're having a fantastic weekend and we'll see you again next time. Bye.